Welcome to Healthy Churches ABNWT, a resource created by and for PAOC Alberta and Northwest Territories pastors and ministry leaders. The focus is on leadership development and congregational health. The goal is to help you reach more people. Visit abnwt.com for more information. Well, hey there, my name is Jeremiah, and welcome to the ABNWT podcast, where we're talking to leaders from our tribe here in Alberta and the Northwest Territories about being on the mission of Jesus, and that is to reach more people in your community. Please check out the other episodes in this podcast, as well as share these with your leadership team. With me today is Zach Manti. Zach has been part of the ABNWT tribe for over 20 years. He's pastored on staff, he's been part of a launch team for a church plant, and he's volunteered in a variety of capacities in the district. Zach leads a Calgary-based think tank called For the City, which partners churches with their communities and looks at how a church can be a vital contributor in the community beyond the Sunday morning experience. So welcome, Zach. Thanks, Jeremiah. So, Zach, what does it mean for a church to integrate into the community just beyond showing up on Sunday and and doing the service? What does that even mean, or what does that look like? Um, The question is so nuanced, Jeremiah, because in in each community's congregation, they're going to have different skills, they're going to have different ways of engaging with the people around them. But truthfully, the the best way is to ask questions, how best can I serve this community? How best can I serve the people that God has put in front of me? When we start talking about things like the person of peace, you're familiar with that? Yeah. The the concept is that God will put people in your path if, if he is intended for those people to be interacted by you, then you simply are acting out of obedience in serving them. And so as we look to our cities, to our towns, to our neighborhoods, and ask those questions, how best do we serve you, outside of the traditional concepts of a Sunday service, the opportunities are just endless. Very cool. So give us some examples, uh, things have you seen of churches here in Canada or even in America here utilizing uh, that concept, you know, utilizing their buildings or their ministries in creative ways to engage their communities. As you know, there's a lot of established churches that are feeling healthy and full of vitality right now. But when you start looking into Europe and and the potential future for the North American church, what we see is a lot of the age and a lot of the declining attendance causing the churches to try and think outside of the box. In here in North America and here within Canada, the closest analogy we would have would be a lot of the mainland denominations where they are starting to see a significant decline in attendance. They're seeing their their, uh, parishioners age out and the struggle becomes that they're just not relevant to their communities anymore. Hmm. Some of these places have amazing, beautiful buildings. They have these assets that are underutilized. And so out of necessity, they're having to take a stab into a world that they're not familiar with. And that's the world of business. And that doesn't have to be a dangerous or or dirty word, but it's truly about using the assets that God has given us. The the talents concept is is really apparent here in in the use of our buildings. And so what I'm trying to do is to get people to think about those assets in the same way. Um, One of the ones that I was made aware of recently is a church called Trinity St. Paul out of uh, Toronto, and they have created the Center for Faith, Justice, and the Arts. Imagine this. In a beautiful 44,000 square foot building built in the early 1900s, right on the subway in Toronto, 780 seat sanctuary recital hall with nine other spaces and 14 offices. They rent these out. They've put in millions of dollars to create this as a world-class venue 
for Tafel Music. Tafel Music is an amazing orchestral group that works out of this church as uh, anchor tenant. Last year, they brought in $1.2 million through the revenue of leasing out space to Tafel Music and to hundreds of other community groups trying to create a space that is viable, sustainable, and is there for the church to continue to be impactful and engaging in that community. Mm. Those kinds of examples where you have these beautiful cathedrals, they're happening all throughout Montreal, Quebec City, Toronto, and Ottawa because of necessity. In a lot of these older, beautiful buildings, they're going to get lost to developers or similar. And what I'm trying to see is, is potentially... Churches looking at their buildings out here in the West and saying, here in Alberta, can I learn from that? Can I maybe connect with my community and see what the needs are and find ways of partnering with them? I think um, a common thing we've seen is the church running a daycare. It yep. seems to be the, the most common that I've seen. Yep. Anything else uh, come to mind out here in the West? Yeah, there, there's a couple of, of ones. Uh, Sherd Park Alliance just down the road, they've got a school. You've got other groups that are working out of uh, not-for-profit use spaces. Um, yeah. There's a group down in Calgary called Encompass. Um, I'm, on, uh, I'm a partner with Encompass. That's the way that the framework works. And Encompass hosts five congregations and 10 not-for-profits that use this space throughout the week as a missions base for the community in Northeast Calgary. The New Canadian Friendship Centre rents out space. A not-for-profit that works with prostitutes rents out this space. And those are all revenue generators then for the churches to offset their operational costs so that they can then better engage the people that they're here to serve. So how does a church kind of bridge uh, missionally to the rentals that are in their facility? Like you could run a daycare or you could run a rental, but, you know, never really integrate who's coming into the life of the church. Um, Can it be done? Can it be done effectively? What would you say to that? I would say that it can be done. It is easy to lose sight of of that relationship, and it can simply become a tenant-owner mindset where they are simply using your space and not integrating into your community. This has to be intentional. There has to be a desire from the pastoral staff, from the board, from the church members to say, this is how we are serving this community. This is how we are reaching out. And if that stays core to the way that the space is used, whether it's as a coffee shop, whether it's as a community center, whether it's as a daycare, each of these has to come back to the, that question of how best do I serve my community. That's awesome. So beyond the Sunday service, um, what, what types of things have you seen churches at least trying to do in Canada? So one of the best ways is by using the church almost as a mission space for the community. Um, there are missional communities, small groups, whatever the term you might be using, yeah. that need access to, to office space, that need access to the space throughout the week. And if they're able to bring into the, the church that might be empty six days of the week, the groups that they're trying to engage with, the spaces that they're trying to do, there are ways of the church to say, let's make use of this space for other things. I remember here at Mill Woods, there was an amazing opportunity to serve the single mothers of the community. And we did oil changes and we did things like that. If that becomes the the ethos of the church to say, this is how we are serving, this is a way we can do it. Those are ways to get outside of simply inviting people to a gathering and saying, we're here with you every day of the week. We're doing business with you. We're living next to you. We're, We're living out life with you. 
and we gather on Sundays to to celebrate what's happening in our lives, but that's not what defines us. So you're talking about building bridges into the community, you know, Monday to Saturday beyond Sunday. Yeah, the the church should be an asset that we use to its most effectiveness. The the temple wasn't just a Sunday thing in in Jesus's time either. It was a place of gathering and a place of worship every day of the week. And if we look at our buildings as our way of, of serving the community, of loving the community, whether that's through the partnerships or through just simply engaging with them in the different ways that we might do, that's some of the best examples of Christianity and of what Christ's love is for the community that we can be. So, you know, this is for a lot of people, this is out of the box. Uh, why is it important to think uh, out of the box when it comes to, you know, utilizing your church facility and, and engaging in community? So, one of the scary pieces, I think, that the, the world of data has allowed us to understand is, is really the health of the, the church, of giving, of where we're at today within North America, within Canada, and within Alberta. And the truth of the matter is, is that we're seeing declines in giving. We're seeing people aging out and, and not being a part of churches long term. And the, the scary piece is that if that trend continues, we're going to see churches close. We're going to see congregations diminish and they're going to lose their effectiveness and their ability to be salt and light in that community. There are churches around the country that we're hearing are, are potentially going to be closing. And if that's something we want to prevent, the only way to do it is by thinking differently and looking at the world and saying, we cannot simply stand by idly. We need to look at ways that we can be better stewards with what we have. And I, I truly believe that looking at these different ways, we're going to see an influx of people who, who understand who God is and how much he loves them in a, by going out and being Christ in those situations that we wouldn't do is simply by inviting people to a, a gathering. Yeah. So I'm here on, you know, I'm a pastor. I'm like, you know, this sounds like a great idea. Where, where do I start? I got an empty building Monday to Monday to Saturday. Um, you know, maybe there's a couple of meetings here and there. Uh, how do I even get going in this direction? The quick answer is you need to decide if this is a, a direction that you're willing to go and whether or not you're willing to explore this. Because the conversation I've had with pastors is often that talking about social enterprise or community development are so outside of their comfort zones that they don't know what the first step is. Hmm. And so my journey with them has been one of exploration and understanding right through that question that I, I used earlier, how best do I serve? And by bringing together a group of people, whether that's your board, whether that's people within your congregation that catch a vision for serving the community, reaching out to it and truly being Christ in it. And if they can get that vision and you can get that vision, we can walk that out and we can explore through stakeholder engagement, through community outreach and understanding really what are the needs of your community? Mm -hmm. We can look at ways that your building could be used differently. We can look at ways for investments and partnerships that are outside of your comfort zone, but will provide that long-term sustainability and that long-term viability for you to be permanently in this community that that light doesn't diminish or go out. Well, what about what about if I'm in a church and I have a couple of renters, you know, daycare and I've got AA, let's say, or something, food bank or whatever, what, what, and I'm not currently not interacting with them as a pastor, board, whatever. Any any advice on how to integrate, how to connect, um, how to change that relationship so it becomes a bit more missional? 
the two things I'm going to say are this. It can't be just the pastor. Hmm. There is a propensity for us to say as leaders, we can do this. We've got the time. We've got the focus. We have the desire. So we're going to go do that. What you really need is for people within the, the community, back to the earlier question, to say this is what we want to do. And if you've got a group like the food bank and you're not serving them, if you're not looking to them as an opportunity to really engage with your community, you, you're, it's yeah. a lost opportunity for you to, to take up. And if you can see those kinds of groups within your space that are already using it, the chance for you to bring in new ones and to continue to be a place where you're looked at as the most amazing landlord possible. <laughs> if you're really, if Jesus was the landlord, if you could be that. Wow. Because yeah. Uh, there are there are groups, even those of you that don't have buildings yourself. Um, I've got friends who are planters in, in schools or in community associations. Right. They're having to think, how can I help? How can I serve? Um, there's a friend out in Montreal. Their church uses the space on Sundays. And through the week, they've got 75 of their members tutoring kids from that school throughout that week. Oh, wow. That's That's a way of saying... Just because we're here, just because we're transient in that sense, doesn't mean that we can't have a permanent impact. And so whether it's AA, is that a way for you can to, to engage your, your congregants to get out of their pews and into the lives of these men and women who are battling with addictions? Can we see this as a missions opportunity? Right. So don't just don't just say, well, this is happening on the community and our congregation on Sunday is not engaging it. Have them engage it like they would yeah, any other thing. Exactly. This is missions. Yeah. Um, wow. About almost 10 years ago. I had this Paul in the headlights kind of concept where I felt like God was saying, you feel called to missions. You feel called to do these things, but look out your back window, look at the city as you walk your dog, this is your missions field. And if we as pastors, as leaders can see the world around us in our suburbia, in our Calgary, Edmonton, small town, Alberta, as our missions field, then this is where we are sent. This is where we can be. And this is where that, that can happen. It's, it's a different way of thinking though. I know. It really is. I mean, I don't know if it's training or just, but oftentimes we just keep doing the Sundays thing. I know. And, and it's, yeah, it's really what you're talking about is a call to think like a missionary. Yeah. To look at your community missiologically and say, well, what does it look like for this group of people yeah. to reach out? to where, you know, where God has placed us. Exactly. Well, thanks so much, Zach, for talking to us today. And we look forward to continuing to talk to you as you give us some more ideas. We're going to go into the lightning round now, which is where we ask all the same questions to everybody. So tell us, what book are you currently reading? Um, Tim Keller wrote Center Church, doing balanced gospel-centered ministry in your city. And when I picked it up, it just kind of broke a lot of the paradigms that I know I grew up with and Mm -hmm. I know that I've walked through and really helped me understand that when we are doing church in the city, what we maybe have done isn't the end of it. It is not the extent of it. There is more to our faith. There is more to our identity as sons and daughters of God than a gathering on Sundays. Very cool. So tell us what uh, digital tool you're using these days. So my, despite what my wife might think, um, <laughs> I actually like to disconnect from technology. I like to be connected, 
but I love to be able to continue what I'm doing and not allow it to own me. So it's actually my Apple Watch. I, I've got the first gen, but it is the most um, useful tool I have because it allows me to triage the communication flow of people, Twitter, uh, Twitter, yeah. all of this stuff, and, and say, you know what, I'm not taking my phone out of my pocket. I'm going to continue doing whatever it is I'm doing without having to pull my phone out of my pocket and try and break that connection. What conference or church or whatever do you kind of look to for ideas uh, in what you're doing? One of the ones that was and continues to be one of the greatest resources for me was uh, Exponential. Um, They've done a lot of really great work with church planners and through the necessity piece that we talked about, but also through the exploring of what God is doing, it's been a great opportunity. They have a podcast where they've got almost all of the sessions that they've done over the years at the conferences just available for free online. And so I've spent many, many, many hours driving around Alberta listening to exponential sessions, and it's just been a great asset. Very cool. Well, Zach, thanks so much for joining us. And folks, make sure you share this with others. And remember, we're better together.